Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me on this Life of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is Anuj Patel, the CEO and founder at Motto. How are you today? Hey Jared, I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm excited to have you on. You have the, the sweet swag on right now. Look at that. Show everyone that, uh, that, that sweatshirt. I like it. Yeah, that's not a the logo. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, really, really excited to have you on here today. I'm glad we were able to connect. Why don't we dive right into it? If you could tell the audience a little bit about your background, that'd be great. Yeah, sure. So uh, I've spent the entirety of my career in the healthcare space. Um, my sort of like differentiator is that healthcare is pretty broad and I've sort of spent some time in a couple of different distinct areas that I think informed kind of the creation of Motto. So I started my career working in the managed Medicaid and Medicare Advantage space, um, really around provider contracting and just expanding access to care. Um, I then sort of pivoted my career more towards product. Um, and I worked at a company called Patients Like Me, which is essentially like LinkedIn for people with a rare or chronic disease, really understanding kind of the, the plight or the access issues that people with a chronic or rare condition often face. And then most recently, I was a CEO at a company called Lighter Nutrition, which focused on grocery delivery, nutritional coaching, and um, dietary guidance for a managed Medicaid population suffering from chronic hypertension. And that role, I really understood the role of lifestyle care in making clinical improvements um, in outcomes. Um, and so you kind of package all that up and that's sort of like each one of those experiences sort of informed um, my, my kind of like thought process around creating Motto, um, which, you know, I joined uh, this venture studio in New York City called Redesign Health. I was an entrepreneur in residence there, and that's kind of where I really built out this plan and launched it as a business, and that's where I am today. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Redesign Health and what they've done over the years. It's, it's pretty incredible um, in, in a short period of time, too, to be able to um, you know, advise and, and, and help build out these um, amazing companies. Yeah. Um, so it's really cool that you were involved with that. Yeah, it was you know, a big help and I think a big component to how we were able to kind of get out in the market really quickly. Um, and build, you know, a pretty, I would say like complex business, um, you know, pretty rapidly, uh, over the last year. And can you, so t talk us through, so you, you started basically in redesign health as an entrepreneur in residence mm -hmm. and then built out, uh, motto. Can you give us, I like to focus in on three key things, the why, how, and what of motto. Sure. Okay. So. Yeah. So the why is really, I think, predicated around, I think this idea, you know, you hear this term tossed around a lot around democratizing access. And that's candidly like what we're trying to do, which is how do we expand the footprint or ability to deliver care to a population um, that suffers from autoimmune disease? So autoimmune conditions has, you know, it, it's not as widely known as overall chronic disease, but it's really quite prevalent and quite acute. Roughly around 8 to 10% of the U.S. adult population suffers from an autoimmune condition. Oftentimes, you're only route to obtain relevant cares through a rheumatologist, and there aren't that many nationwide. So a virtual medium makes a lot of sense in terms of providing access, right? But then more than that, building on top of that, it's you know providing a better patient experience because it's not transactional. This is a chronic condition that you're effectively managing for the rest of your life. So we want to build a longitudinal or long-term relationship with our patient population. We do that by taking clinical care and pairing that with clinically validated lifestyle care. So patients get health coaching, dietary guidance, 
behavioral health support, all in an effort to kind of remove all these extraneous factors that can exasperate your underlying condition. Um, and yeah, I, I guess the last thing about the what, or the, sorry, the how, is it's delivered through a virtual medium, which, you know, a lot of these conditions, the, the routine patient check-ins, um, initial diagnosis, ordering of labs, managing prescriptions, you can all do that through a virtual medium. And, you know, we all, like over the last two years, have really obviously understood or consumed, you know, healthcare to a much greater degree virtually. And so I think you're starting to see different models of that apply to different therapeutic areas. You haven't really seen much of that in rheumatology, and that's kind of where that's a really unmet segment that we're trying to address through our model. Yeah, this is what you and I were talking a little bit about before we hopped on the recording. Can, can you talk me through the, the lack of access problem as you described it uh, as it results to you know your specific area within healthcare? Yeah, so this is the kind of like, I would say almost like dirty or little known secret in terms of like healthcare where, all right, US healthcare, you know, $4 trillion, obviously not the most efficient, very expensive, but it is, you know, accessible. Um, you know, we don't have uh, areas where that, that don't have kind of access to care. And unfortunately, that's not necessarily the case. There are only around 4,600 rheumatologists nationwide. As you might imagine, those are kind of unequally distributed across the United States. So in many parts of the country, there really just is not any rheumatological capacity to treat patients with an autoimmune condition. We talked to hundreds of patients, single working mothers that had to take a full day off work to drive hundreds of miles just to kind of see uh, a rheumatologist. And what happens is that, you know, an autoimmune condition, if you're not treating this effectively and concurrently, like over time, the condition gets worse and suboptimal care effectively becomes this tax on the entire system. It becomes very expensive, but also just terrible patient experience. A condition like rheumatoid arthritis you know, you can cause irreversible joint damage. An autoimmune condition, patients often go around four and a half years before they're adequately diagnosed. They're seen by a PCP, they're referred to a specialist, they can't book an appointment, maybe there's a misdiagnosis. It's a, it's a really difficult um, patient experience. It was, you know, really harrowing to read and talk to a lot of patients. Um, and, you know, that's really the status quo today, right? There are fewer and fewer rheumatologists um, they are not located in areas where patients with an autoimmune conditions often are, and patients have to take, you know, it's great inconvenience for patients to actually access the care. And these rheumatologists, because they're in fewer and fewer, are becoming more and more booked. So just to simply book an appointment, on average, nationwide, takes around 76 days, and that number obviously is going up. Again, in a rural area, that number might be six months or more. So you're taking months just to book roughly around a 10 or 15 minute appointment. There's no modality or no ability to build that kind of a reoccurring relationship because you're just, there aren't that many rheumatologists and they don't get that much time. So the idea of like managing diet, managing stress, all of which have clinical validity to improving outcomes can't ever enter the conversation. So even if you do get access to a rheumatologist, you still are receiving suboptimal care. So that's really the status quo. And when you think about Motto, what we're doing through a virtual medium is really just, again, rapidly expanding the footprint by which a rheumatologist can provide care. We have our own in-house clinical team. We're a registered clinical kind of organization. We can write labs. We can order prescriptions. Um, and so we can actually fully manage and diagnose and treat the patients that we see. And that allows us to pair that, again, clinical care through a virtual medium along with lifestyle care. So 
referring patients to our in-house dietitians, our in-house health coaches, behavioral health support, um, physical therapy. So just creating this entire model, um, again, delivered virtually. So people can just access care from the convenience of their home. Yeah, and that's definitely a difference than a big difference from the, how they're they're receiving traditional care. So it's it's yeah. great what you what you put together here. What are what are some of the things that you're really excited about as we're in 2023 now, right? Throughout 2023 and beyond, as it relates to Motto and the industry. Yeah. So one of the things I'm most excited about, and this kind of stems from you know a lot of my experience working in the rare and chronic disease space. Uh, more on like the digital health side is that this sounds crazy, but a lot of, you know, drug discovery and development um, is not predicated on really having a deep understanding of symptomology or how that improves over time. What that really means is that we don't really have this longitudinal record of understanding how patients improve or don't improve over time on a particular therapy or on a medication. And so what we're doing at Motto is building something that I think is really you know, unique and very proprietary in that we're pairing clinically validated symptom tracking tools, right? Along with patient records, family history, labs, um, clinical notes, and diagnosis codes. And you package all of that up and we will over time with our patient population be able to show you know, statistical significance that say that, all right, a patient on drug X or a patient on this type of diet showed an improvement in symptoms um, through the standardized measurement that we're doing. And we feel so confident about this approach that, you know, we're working with a, a university on an IRB approved clinical study um, to, to measure the efficacy of our solution. Um, and I think that what that does is just position us as really, again, this full stack clinical model, but then also really trying to move the needle on, you know, just understanding the best way or the best methodology for treating patients with an autoimmune condition. Well, I'm really excited to see how how the company continues to grow and to stay in touch with you. And hopefully we can have you come back on again uh, in the near future to kind of give us an update on where things are at. And then always super interested in hearing your thoughts on where the industry is heading and, and what's going on in the space. Great. Well, thank you. I really appreciate the time today. And yeah, look forward to kind of giving you an update soon. 